This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Yesterday, we told you about false anti-Israel propaganda in a grade six textbook that has been used by 800 Ontario schools for three years. The text falsely charged that Israel uses child soldiers and actually kidnaps them and forces them to fight. This is like beyond wrong. After the show, the Ministry of Education finally responded to our queries about this. However, it seemed to be passing the buck. And I quote, while the selection and purchase of textbooks remains the responsibility of school boards, the ministry is closely monitoring the situation to ensure that the students have the corrected version of the text. That does not explain how the textbook was approved for the curriculum by a Ministry of Education committee. It also falls short of B'nai demand for an apology and for the ministry to make it mandatory for schools to use the corrected texts. I'm on the line with Michael Mostyn, the CEO of B'nai B'rith. Michael, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me, Libby. Okay, Michael, so uh, what is uh, your response to uh, the ministry's response to this situation? Also, uh, might I add, no need to add, that they certainly did not want to uh, appear or go on the record with this. So, so thanks for the question, Libby. My, my, my response to their response to your question is I'm very glad that they responded to you because B'nai B'rith is still waiting to hear from the ministry. So I'm, I'm really glad that they did respond to you, uh, even if, uh, you know, just your, your criticism of the letter, and I agree with you 100%. I mean, to say in a letter that they are closely monitoring the situation is absolutely passing the buck. The ministry has a responsibility to ensure that textbooks that are being taught to children in elementary schools in Ontario have correct information. And in this case, there was an error. There were actually many, many errors that were made. There was an error that was made in the drafting of this textbook originally, uh, the vetting of that textbook by the publisher. The publisher has, has subsequently apologized and done whatever they can uh, to, to correct the record at this point, but it's beyond them. But then it failed in the vetting process by the ministry itself. And I think also nationally, because I think it was also approved by a, a Canadian curriculum committee. That's, that's correct. Curriculum Services Canada, which is the Canada Standard Agency, uh, which provides accreditation for educational resources for all of the provinces. So you hit all of these different, through these vets that are supposed to be weeding this stuff out, this false information, they all failed in their duties. And then on top of all of that failure, um, it's still... Um, being uh, th- these textbooks are still available in Ontario schools as of today, many schools, um, because the ministry is not doing the right thing and ensuring that e- every single one of these non-compliant textbooks are replaced with 
textbooks that have the correct information. That is their duty and obligation to uh, everybody in this province. Uh, they they were going on in this um, in this letter that we received about a sticker. So uh, it looks like uh, the publisher is going to send out some kind of sticker mm-hmm. to put over the wrong information. It, 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 does that make sense to you? Well, it, that's exactly what happened here. So, and, and this is also one of the reasons why this whole thing has just fallen apart and nobody's in compliance with putting the right information out there. So rather than recalling the books, which, listen, I understand as a taxpayer, uh, they spent a lot of money to, to publish these books, and there's one page uh, that's referring to the child soldiers. So they issued stickers, and they said, okay, let's put these stickers on top of the pages, and then the sticker will have the correct information on the page. But it was done completely through a volunteer process. And um, even though perhaps the ministry that's monitoring this from afar was expecting that the schools would be placing the sticker on the offending pages, that did not happen. So this voluntary process has failed multiple times now. Okay. Yeah. Michael, so um, what's your take on this? I mean, you would think that that this would be a case if it really was not done on purpose and if there really were multiple failures where they just apologize and say, we're going to deal with this as soon as possible. What do you think is going on here that, that they aren't? Maybe it's summer break for everybody. It's, 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 it's really hard. It's, I agree with you. It's very hard to understand what's going on here because you would think that the ministry would own up to their responsibility right away, issue an immediate apology, say, uh, you know what, sorry for this, folks. Um, we are going to enforce this recall and make sure that as of September 5th when school starts, not one textbook that's teaching these lies and smears um, against uh, Israel using child soldiers, which, by the way, will have an impact on Jewish children in the classroom. Uh, can you give us a sense of that? Done that. Can you give us a sense of that? Well, it's, I think it's human nature. Um, and um, B'nai B'rith has been producing an, an, uh, our audit of anti-Semitic incidents for 35 years now, which details acts of anti-Semitism all the way across Canada. And what we've been noting, particularly in recent years, is that anti-Zionism has really become the new anti-Semitism. It's just not polite in public um, to, I think, publicly express Jew hatred nowadays, as with many identifiable groups, but to target and single out the state of Israel for demonization. And then it has an impact on Jewish individuals. That, we really see, is the new anti-Semitism. And I think it's rational to believe that children that are getting indoctrinated with false information like this about child soldiers, they, there will be abuse in the classroom. Um, I think it's inevitable. And that's why, once again, it's a moral duty and obligation for the ministry to act to ensure that uh, no students in the province of Ontario are become the victims of abuse because of false information that was put out under their watch. Okay. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left uh, for today. Do you think that this was an oversight or do you think it was done on purpose? <laughs> I... I don't have any knowledge that this was done on purpose, but I'll tell you something. If on September 5th, when school returns, these textbooks are still in the classrooms and any classrooms in the province of Ontario, well, you know what? There's been due notice, and that is severe negligence at that, at that point in time. And we, all of us, need to ensure that that doesn't happen. Okay. Uh, Michael, thank you. Uh, we have to follow up with you in the next day or so. I hope that you keep trying the ministry. Let's see if they respond. We will keep at them. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.